Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. Today, guys, I'm going to be sharing the eight biggest mistakes that I've made since stopping drinking. So I'm going to be sharing my experience from the decade of trying to stop drinking, the decade of pain and the roller coaster of being a drinker. I'm going to be sharing the mistakes that I made in every single attempt that I ever made to stop drinking. I'm going to be sharing all of that stuff. So hopefully that will speed up your journey to a great life without alcohol. The very first mistake that I personally made was believing that I was the problem, believing that it was my fault and that's why I couldn't stop drinking. So essentially, I thought that I was the problem. I thought that I was an alcoholic. I thought that I had a disease of alcoholism. And if I'm the problem, then I could never be fixed. So this kind of took some time and took some uncovering and I'm going to kind of break it down for you now. So any other addiction in the world, we don't even have a term like an alcoholic, right? So if you're a gambler, right, and you have a gambling problem, you're not a gambler-holic. You're not a nicotine-holic. You're not a porn-holic. You're not a crack-holic. We've got this term, the alcoholic. And the thing is, is that when a gambler, when a smoker, when a crackhead, when all these people remove the drug, right, then guess what? There's nothing else that happens. There's no label. You don't live with the rest of your, the rest of your life with a disease to this particular thing. You're not a smoker for the rest of your life. However, when it comes to alcohol, then we are. So alcohol is somehow different to every other drug out there. We're an alcoholic for the rest of our lives. We live with this disease for the rest of our life, which doesn't really make sense. Why is it that if I stop smoking cigarettes, which I did in the past, then why can I just go and get on with my life and just ignore it? Why is it with alcohol? Why do I have to give myself this terminology to just go and live my life? Well, at first, I did give myself that terminology, and I found it very difficult to stop drinking. I'm not saying that that doesn't work for everybody. There are plenty of people that do give themselves these labels, and they're okay with it, and they've perfectly, perfectly managed to stop drinking with no issues whatsoever. However, if you're watching this video, then that probably isn't you, or else you wouldn't be watching this video, right? If you were happy as a non-drinker, you wouldn't be needing to watch Stop Drinking YouTube videos. But at the end of the day, let me just get this point clear, is that I had to realize that there was nothing wrong with me. Once I got rid of the drug, I just moved forward. I stopped thinking of myself and giving myself this label and this identity that I lived with forever because it comes down to the identity, right? If I've got this deep-rooted belief and this deep-rooted identity that I'm somehow the problem, then how can I go forward? It becomes very difficult. There become multiple obstacles on the way. So that is a big mistake that I made. Now, I'm very sorry if that offends you uh, and if you've actually bought into that and you're happy as a non-drinker and you're going through that stuff, but there is nothing wrong with you. The only reason that you drink is because you're addicted to a drug and you've bought into the illusion that alcohol is somehow benefiting your life. That's the only reason people drink. It's not because they've got a problem with them. Alcohol is addictive. If you drink a poisonous, addictive substance again, then you drink it again. That is not the nature of you. It's the nature of the drug. So the second mistake that I made was wishing that I could be a normal drinker. Wishing that I could be one of those people that just has a couple of drinks. So I have a, I have a friend and I remember um, he, he's a pretty successful guy. You know, he's a real estate investor. He's a, he's a professor. He's really killing it. And he is what you would class as a normal drinker. He has half a bottle of wine with a meal and then 
nothing changes, nothing happens. His life doesn't collapse and he doesn't get stuck in these cycles where he's drinking too much. It, it doesn't really happen. His drinking kind of stays at the same level all the time. And the problem in the past when I was stopping drinking is I would look at people like that and I would want to be like him. I would want to be a normal drinker. Now, just having that desire to be a normal drinker was enough to make me relapse on multiple, multiple, multiple occasions. Because there would be days where, you know, I might have had a few days off drinking. I'd see a normal drinker and go, I want to be like that. I want to be like that. I want to be able to have one or two. I'd try. And then I'd just get stuck in the cycle again. I wouldn't be making progress on my goals. I'd be feeling sorry for myself. The energy would go down again. The clarity would go down. And I could not succeed in life. I could not go forward whilst drinking, whereas he could. Now, the problem is, it's not him. He's not the problem, right? The problem is, is that I still thought that alcohol was a good thing. I still looked at my friend or I looked at other friends, not just, not just talking about him, but I would look at him and the way that he saw alcohol and think, he's right. You know, maybe it is enjoyable. Maybe one or two drinks is fun. Maybe there is something in it. And it was a mistake for me to do that because by just wanting to be a normal drinker, I'm buying into the illusion that alcohol actually provides something to me. But it doesn't. There is no benefit to being a drinker. There's not a single benefit to drinking alcohol. It's all a perception. And alcohol doesn't change just because he views alcohol in a different way and his life doesn't go downhill from drinking it, right? Sure, he doesn't get a single benefit from drinking poison because nobody does, but he thinks that he does. So it's almost like I buy into what he thinks as well. That was a crucial mistake and one that I don't make anymore. Now, if you, if you introduce me to somebody that has one beer a night and that is it, I still feel sorry for them. I still feel sorry that they've got to waste their money and think that they're enjoying a poisonous addictive drug because there's nothing enjoyable about it. Nothing whatsoever. So that was another mistake that I made. The third mistake that I made was to look at drinkers with envy. It was to, not just talking about normal drinkers now, I used to look at all drinkers with envy. Anybody that could have a drink, anybody that could get drunk, anybody that could go to a party and they were all drinking at the same time. I used to look at those people and want to be like them. I wanted to be a drinker and I used to envy them. I used to look at them and I think, man, this sucks being sober. I just want to be like you guys. I just want to be able to have some drinks and have fun and blah, blah, blah. And that was a crucial mistake because I hadn't reframed the way that I viewed alcohol, because I hadn't gone through that process of seeing it for what it is, I used to look at them and, and I just used to wish that I was like them and I could do it and I could get involved and I could get stuck in. But the reality is, is that I don't look at those people like that anymore. I look at those people and I feel sorry for them. Like I just said, you know, I look at those people and I think, man, like if, if, if you knew what I knew, if you saw the way, if you saw alcohol the way that I saw it, you wouldn't even want to drink it, even if you just have one or two beers a night, because that does nothing for you. So the mistake that I made was looking at other drinkers with envy instead of pity and feeling sorry for them. Now, guys, the fourth mistake that I made was regretting the past. It was looking back and thinking, ah, oh, you know, I wish that I didn't make that mistake or I wish I didn't say that to that person. And what I was essentially doing by looking at the past and making regretful, you know, regretting it was I was making myself feel guilty and feel shameful for the drinking that I'd done. That did absolutely nothing to serve me. Nothing whatsoever. Feeling bad and feeling guilty, you know, maybe it spurred me into finding a solution to the problem, but it didn't really help me build the life that I wanted. So I no longer do that. I no longer look in the past and think, damn, like, you know, I wish I'd changed this. I wish I'd changed that. I wish I hadn't done that. I try not to do that because I don't think that there's any value in it. I'm not saying that there's not a value in like 
looking at the past and thinking, you know, what could be improved and how can I change things to make things better, but to go and spend time there and beat myself up and wish that I did things differently, it just didn't help me. You know, so that's why um, there there are certain things in AA, like going and making amendments to people that I just don't want to do. I don't see that as relevant to stopping drinking. That's more like some religious, spiritual cleansing process that I just don't see that as relevant to stopping drinking, right? So what I did instead, and this is the, the fifth mistake that I'm going to talk about, it was not moving forward. It was not going forward quick enough. So in the past, when I stopped drinking, I just kind of like sit there and and just wait for this magical moment of, okay, it's been two weeks. Now I can do something. Now I can change something. Now I can go back to the gym. Now I can talk to girls again. Now I can do whatever it was. I would always wait for this magical moment and I never just went forward. And during the time that I stopped drinking this time, which was just over two, two, two and a half years ago, something like that. Well, it was literally like this cutoff point where I just went, I'm done with alcohol. I'm going forward. And within a few days, I quit my job. I got back in the gym, self-employed as a personal trainer with no savings. I just went for it. I just went forward, right? And then before you know it, the business is going well in the gym. I'm booking a flight to Thailand. I'm starting to work online. I'm building a YouTube channel for this company. I'm starting my own channel. I'm starting a coaching business. I'm back in the gym. I've got myself a girlfriend and I've got this house in Thailand and I'm just going forward, right? I'm leaving it all behind me and I'm just going forward as fast as I humanly can. I have got so much that I want to do in this life and I'm not going to go and be upset about what's happened in the past. I'm actually going to use it to my advantage, like starting this business because I'm not going back and going, damn, why couldn't things be different? Because they ain't going to be different, right? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. It's it's what you do now that counts. So I try to always push forward and it's a big mistake that I made because in previous attempts, I didn't do that. Nobody told me that once you make the solemn decision to be a non-drinker, you can go forward again. You can just go full steam ahead to exactly what it is that you want. I didn't know that that was even a possibility. But this time I did. This time I just went forward. And it's what I help people do in the Sober Clear program. You know, we focus on things like like setting goals, creating a vision, becoming somebody new, you know, getting your health back, getting your fitness back, getting your nutrition back on point. We're all focused on building a better life without alcohol because that's what it should all be about. It should be about moving forward going towards a better quality of life, showing up in your relationships, showing up in your business or your career, showing up for your family, and most importantly, showing up for yourself. That's what it should all be about. And you can do that. You know, and I would encourage you to do it. Like if you if you've kind of just stopped drinking over the past few days or you're thinking about doing it, well, when you've done it, start doing things that are good for you. Start getting back in the gym. Book the yoga teacher. Do the things that you really, really enjoy doing. Now, guys, the sixth mistake that I make was reasoning by analogy. And what this means is that when I try to stop drinking is I would go to society and I'd ask them, how do I stop drinking? And society would always tell me the same kind of things. They'd say that it's going to be difficult. You're the problem. You're an alcoholic. You should maybe go to a therapist. It's going to be challenging. You should try moderation. You should try cutting down. And what I was doing was buying in. Well, I was I was receiving information from people that viewed alcohol as a good thing. So that was a huge, huge, huge mistake, right? Getting information from people that think of alcohol as a good thing, well, they're going to give me the complete wrong information. Instead, what you should do is you should break things down to its first principles, which is the next mistake that I make is that I didn't do this. I didn't break things down to its first principles. So what this means is literally breaking down all of the reasons why I thought I drank. Why do I think that it quenches my thirst? Why do I think that it gives me courage? Why do I think that it gives me confidence? Why do I think that it does all of this good stuff? And what I essentially did to actually stop drinking was broke things down and synthesized this information to build a new worldview where alcohol just is something that does nothing for me in my life. 
And that was a huge mistake not to do that. Nobody ever told me to do that anyway. And that's what I help people do in the business that I've created as well, because no one's talking about this. No one's saying that alcohol is not a good thing. Most people think that alcohol helps you live longer. Most people think that it helps you relax and relieve stress and do all of that stuff, but it really, really doesn't. So, so they're like two mistakes in one. The first is I reasoned from analogy. And the second thing is I didn't reason from first principles. I didn't try to logically look at my drinking, logically look at the addiction and see it for what it was. So guys, the eighth mistake that I've made on my journey of being a non-drinker was not finding help, right? It took me a decade to find a solution to my problem. Now, I wish that I could have found somebody, a coach or a mentor or somebody like that, that could have just compressed that for me. I just went through all of this pain to actually finding a solution to the problem. Now, if I could have done things again, I would have just found somebody, I would have put my money on the line and I would have just gone all in, right? I've just done something similar in my business. I've hired a coach for myself. I put five figures down on this coach, right? Because I'm all in. I'm living, I'm giving myself no other option other than to succeed. And it's when you actually find help and you hire somebody to solve a problem for you, well, it's a totally different thing than doing it alone. Doing it alone is, you know, you could just extend how long it takes you to solve the problem, but putting your money down and finding somebody to actually help you just changes everything, right? It just it just changes everything. You're invested. You're actually, you're putting your energy in there. Money is just energy. And when you can find somebody, pay them and put your energy into solving a problem, it can just change the game. And that's something that I didn't do. And definitely something that if I was going at it again, I would just find a coach. I'd find somebody to help me go through the process. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking Podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com dot com.